0: Front to Cylinder, King's Gambit getting to the outside with his final assault, Platinum Jubilee still in front, Cylinder's knuckling down now, Cylinder goes to Platinum Jubilee and
1: Cylinder went home best, Cylinder ran down Platinum Jubilee Welcome to Bet Doctor Behind the Curtain, look at how pro punters operate, I'm your host Scoot, I'm excited, Walt's here, he's done all the sand down and Randwick, he's fresh
2: There's a dark cloud over the house of Walt at the moment, I don't know why, but uh, good luck if you're... uh, yeah, today could be
1: interesting. It's autumn carnival. You meant to be excited? Positive?
2: No. Nah, Sprinkle die. some on your breakfast? Angry,
1: hey? Angry Walt. Angry Walt. Mm. I think you bet better, Angry Walt. Hmm? You bet better. Back we'll at, find out. Back against the wall. That's <laughs> fine. Yeah. Chip on your shoulder. Got that. The brick. I know I know a bloke who goes well when he's got a chip on his shoulder or a bee in the bonnet.
0: DK, how are you, brother? You're looking oh, fresh. That's normally me. I'm, we're, we're flip positions, Walt. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm fresh as a daisy on we we got thirty three here today in Melbourne the next three days, Nico. we got uh, I've got a massive weekend and the drink coming up. I'm going on a on a bender Friday, Saturday, so might even sneak out to Mooney Valley Friday night, sort of halfway through to um, kick things off. But yeah, I'm going right in though Nico's you're hoodied up, Nico. I'm like let's go, you're still used to the old weather down here. What's doing? Oh, I
3: I didn't think it'd be as hot as it was this morning, but uh it's grass, isn't it? Yeah, so beautiful. A few good days down here in Melbourne. I thought I'd better, better represent the blues early in the season, might even go to the practice match tomorrow. So There you go. We're up and about bags. down here in Malbtown. Yeah, yeah maybe there yeah. is a dark cloud over the Gold Coast at
0: the moment. Yeah. Shouldn't be. Well, right, it's going I'd yeah. rather
2: get struck by lightning than go to a bloody cart and Geelong, along Anyone practice match, I don't care who they are, Freaking Jesus Christ. No, how bad no, how are they going down back. there?
1: Hey? Noel Callow's back off suspension. Love Callow. There's Love four thousand
2: meetings
0: and he's talking about going to a goddamn practice thing.
2: What's going on here? I don't know. Oh.
0: He's the one jockey that calls himself by his in the third person by his initials. The king. Mike, no, he calls himself Enkello. Enkello oh. this and Enkello. Don't worry said, about Enkello. He's back. you see what he's like. Uh, yeah, we all call him the
2: king. They, they made me write a sob story so that I could come back yeah. a bit early to <laughs> ride track work. What a joke.
0: He's a big... Loved it. Someone, someone with power and everything got him after Lisa. Really having said that, Walt, I, you know, I thought this would be top of the agenda, but Walt obviously didn't have any feedback in the agenda. It was Zach Pert teeing off on Walt's mate. Uh, Mark Van Gestel. Van Gestel. Van Gestel. I tell you so what. It's kind of either, oh, that looked an ultimatum to me. It's either going to be me or him.
2: Can I uh Who's can I throw win? the conspiracy theory out that PVL's planted him over there just to bomb the giant? <laughs> um that's 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 what I'm running with, but I thought uh, he'd be
0: up and about he's Zad Purton. But why mate, would you what want him? Knees?
2: Why would you want him? Where would he go here? South Australia or something. He's dead set a provincial jockey, like hey. Who? Zach Purton, he's a dead set oh, wombat. Oh he man. is off
0: today. All right, he's right? off. He's completely off. I'd rather he's MVG. In his, you're in Veg. You're in VG corner. I would Turn rather
2: up. MVG than Zach Burton. He is a dead set wombat. Well, Send all right. him back.
0: Well, well, what uh, I'd say, Burton says, unless um, unless Van Gestel changes his stewarding practices, he's I'd out. say Burton and Lamb, he's out. So, well, you know, you Van Gestel, well, what what are the chances of him changing anything? Uh, his, uh,
2: five bazillion to one. Yeah, you can. Yeah. There's more chance of Zach Burton being a good bloke than him changing. So, yeah, they're both in trouble. <laughs>
0: Oh, there's a pot on Pertin as a bloke there,
2: jeez. Oh, he's, he's all right. He's just unbearable. <laughs> just, huh. I've got, I've got some on. good Zach Pertin stories from back in the day, but yeah, they're not you for good.
0: You it sounds like you've got Van Gestel and Pertin in the same sort of corner there, Walt. So you know, you know, no wonder you're not. Oh, I think
2: MVG's team. more of a point-and-shoot guy. I think he's just the executioner, I think, whereas Zach's just – he's just not one of my sort of humans, but <laughs> I'd rather him stay in Hong Kong. i
1: will be interested to see how that sort of washes out, but um, hard man to get past, MVG, as you well know, Walt – now speaking, uh, let's let's uh, we'll, we'll flow on from that a little bit. Matt Chapman from uh, the UK's uh, dropped a, a funny one last uh, night. He talks a lot of sense when it comes to whip, uh, but uh, he he's talking about um, growing the sport by miking up the trainers to be in jockeys' ears. So I suppose while we're talking about jockeys, what do you think about uh, this one, Walt? Uh, imagine imagine uh, Chris Waller yeah. in Nash's ear mm-hmm. when Osipenko is sort of. So they, they're going
2: 50 k's an hour or whatever they're going. There's an inch between them, and Wally yells out, oh, they've gone slow, pull out and take off. Like our, our great AV man, Borco, he's another F1 bloke. We sort of liken it to, well, you know, you know just before the pole thing, just before the pit up, box, box, or like something, you come in, change your tyres. What, what, what happens? The first time they go, oh, go left. Go left, bang, someone's on the deck, someone dies, game over. Like It is the dumbest thing. It's not, you can't. Related to could any only, other sport, it could only happen
0: in track track work or something. You got well, even yeah, you know, got four, four or five horses, Godolphin or Wallach, working together, and he's talking to all just the stuff. Just click
2: up right. or something like that. Like
0: you it, take the lead, and they yeah, all. That I, c- business.
2: I can understand if they said, oh, you know, like if if they had a bit of something in their ear where they're going, oh, you've gone out, you know, four lengths below the first thing. Just be aware that you've gone steady, something like that. But you know that people are going to overplay it. You know, it's just.
1: Do jockeys? How much did jockeys talk in
2: the race? Jockeys talk between themselves all the time, but it's more a safety issue. Yeah, get, get out a, of the way. I'm. F- yeah, it's it's oh, exactly, but it's more a safety issue during the race. Give me room, give me this, just so that they're aware where they are because they are racing in such tight quarters. But if you add decision making in above and beyond what they've got go through and going their own brain, oh my god, it's just a Pandora's box for mine. Imagine
1: gay, imagine gay in your ear. Well, what, what,
2: yeah. about,
0: what about P. Moody giving it to McDougal halfway down the straight at Cranbourne that day when he called him a fucking imbecile? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> what would he be saying to him? That's what I mean. O'Shea in your ear. Or, oh, my well, God. Maybe you
2: know how you get the power play. Maybe they've all got like a zapper and you can and one tra- any trainer can zap one jockey during the meeting or something. Like or just We'll really make it like, uh, what was it? It's a knockout or something. We'll make it like a game show.
0: I don't mind his thinking, you know, forward thinking, technology 2023 now, but I think, uh, yeah, I think uh, other ideas, but I don't mind his forward thinking, at least.
2: It's something like that. If they had some earpiece and it read out the sections as they were going or something like that, maybe that would help them make decisions. I don't know, but do we really need it or is that part of the art form of being a good jockey, understanding how fast and slow you're going and and, and trying to work it out yourself? Like, I don't understand...
1: what about goggles with the sectionals to so, yeah. so they could see how oh. fast they were going. So.
2: Imagine the blokes at Bathurst like if if you got the race call as well. So Cole Hodges in your ear and he hasn't <laughs> hang you're in front you've been in front the whole way he's never called you. And you're like, "Well, hang on, am I in the right race?" They'd be they'd be so confused the jockeys, wouldn't they? And here comes Do Dipsy Doo down the outside ripping, only 7 lengths behind you like TB, a,
1: imagine Terry Bailey. Oh, here this <laughs> this thing's going oh, home.
2: They'll sit up. <laughs> they'll sit up. And <laughs> they'll get beat three. <laughs>
1: Oh, Far out. some like, great ideas. I think, Maybe they need to stay parked.
2: Yeah, I think there, there's plenty of ways that we can innovate by providing better information to punters more than the uh, – I think the, the professionals, leave it to the professionals, the jockeys and trainers and whatever they do. I think we can innovate in other ways.
1: Speaking of innovation, uh, we pulled out a, a couple of little polls this week and uh, left it up to the punters to decide, and there's a graphic on screen up the top. We've said, uh, what's more important to Australian racing? Assume both have got huge liquidity. And then list some reasons below for your answer. So 53% uh, wanted uh, a strong fixed odds exchange of people that sort of follow us, but uh, still a lot of support for a national tote pool. And then below that, you've got, as a punter, do you want more or less of world pool tote odds? And then list reasons again. And uh, yes, they want more tote odds, so 55%. Uh, said that they were keen for that so that's an interesting one for me uh, my takeaway from that is that they want more options and I guess um, depth and liquidity in markets is something that's a positive I was surprised um that everyone sort of it got I guess it got the ta- like tongues wagging a little bit with the um the whirlpool duds, and if we got one one tote pool, and had to pay an extra 2%, because it sort of ranged between 2 and 4% for the time that I looked at it. Is it worthwhile to consolidate the tabs and would you give up the other two TABL? or make three become one if you have to pay a higher COP. But there's a couple of problems. Um, does it open up rebates for the bigger guys? Is the littler guy worse off? Um, or if you've got a healthy exchange, uh, where favourites are sort of taken on a little bit more and then you've got a, a world pool where they seem overbet, does it sort of even itself out and all of a sudden you've got corporates, which is a strong product, you've got the tote, which is a strong product, and then you've got an exchange. So you get the, the best of everything, but you need to consolidate those three totes. The well, only
2: thing that's important is an exchange. The only thing that is a strong exchange with the commission at closest to zero as possible. So then you've got something that constantly has liquidity, uh, everyone in the industry can trade off it, they all use it their own way too, so bookies use it as a price guide because none of them have any ability to price a race, they don't do that anymore. Um, so it feeds the whole industry, it allows people to bet back, it allows people to trade out, it allows everything possible, it's fully um, transparent, so all the, the the bodies can see it rather than these offshore, whatever you want to call them bloody uh, exchanges, exchange. no one has any. Um, you know, ability to look at, uh, whereas the the World Tote, as you said, is a, the higher commission, and that's to pay the bigger rebates to the syndicate, so you're taking on the best of the best in their own uh, home ground where they're getting an advantage all the time with their higher rebates. Uh, so one out, the global the World Tote, I don't really think, helps anyone, um, especially the smaller punter at all. Uh, as a part of a best of three, it does, because you see, you get the, the variation in prices, so... Um, if the other two totes were to remain around with a world tote, I think that would help. Um, it would help with the exotics because obviously the pools are deeper, but yet then again you're taking on the syndicates and everything. They, Whereas at the moment the pools are so small where we're looking that I, I doubt they're even playing in those pools And if they are it's to a smaller degree. So um, I don't think the world totes are – a big win for the industry. I don't think it's a, a win at all for little punters. And if it became one tote world tote, it'd be it'd be just a straight loss for the for the little guys. Um, it'd be a, a only only help to the bigger guys. And then, yeah. But to me, it's all the, the, the yeah. It's all about the fixed odds exchange and and um, and reviving it and actually treating it like what it is—a service, not a bookmaker.
1: DK, have you got any thoughts there, or has Walt uh,
0: gobbled up the lot? No, <clears throat> not A few thoughts. Um, I thought. I thought Walt, again, he's obviously got the dark cloud hanging over him, but I thought he would have been very, very aroused by the exotic pools from the world title. I thought the story was there. I thought when there was nine and a half million in the wind pools, there was 60 million in total injected through the pool for the day. So that's you know less than what's it, 9.5 million, 50 million in others. Like the place pools were nearly as big as the wind pools. Mm-hmm. That was one thing struck me. Look at the place. Some races, race four, the place pool was bigger than the wind pool. It was seven hundred and fifty thousand the win and nine hundred and fifty thousand in the place. That was a, that was a race where it was like six dollars a field. So it was just interesting how the uh, the Hong Kong Punners bet. So they love the queue. They love they love a quinella, They love they love the duets. The duets are out of control, possibly. all the others. So um, I thought that was I thought that was interesting. Um, yeah, but I, but uh, getting together for a national tote in our lifetime, I don't know if we'd love to be when Villandis. I mean, Valandis will be like Mugabe or something like that. They'll have to carry me out of the joint before anything happens, and nothing's gonna happen on a national basis to leave out, out the door. so um, And just, Scoot, I saw you put on the run sheet about the Betfair might have stimulated with Betfair and things like that. But the favourites, like I just wrote down a few, so Wishlaw Last was the favourite, 3.1 on the race one, on the tote, $5 Betfair, see you in heaven, 2.70 on the tote, $5 Betfair, uh, Maharaba, 2.75, 3.50. And Avisto was too, pretty close, 10 2.30, but it pissed in. Um Daytona Bay, 315 on the tote, 480 Betfair. So like you had to go you had to go good odds if you you know, it didn't really affect the Betfair prices, what I'm saying. You couldn't really I shorter. They they SP'd what they SP'd. I mean cool and gutter. A bloke said to me on the day, I watch watch the the Hong Kong, they love J Carr. So I said, all right, he said, keep an eye on J. Carr's runners today. So there it was, cool and gutter, five point nine five when it was twelve dollars on Betfair. You know, I dollars. but it was um very interesting. It was interesting to watch. Don't know about the future of it, but um Do we
3: think it changes much like this Saturday and next Saturday because we've had a look at it and like sort of people sort of pay a bit of an angle and everyone was having a bit of a look on Saturday, or you think it's sort of stays it, the it's same? not it's
0: not again this week, is it?
3: Is it? I don't know No,
0: it's not, it was a once off, wasn't it? It's was a once off. We can't affect it. Lightning anyway. stakes day.
3: No, I don't no. I don't think it's so it was just any li- time. so it was just last week.
0: Yeah, it was okay. just last week. They've just been one offs. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I it was, it was a only one off one off the one off trials. I think they did it. Lightning stake, so maybe six years ago was the last they did it. But um, yeah, so anyway, but uh, I mean, I, someone, my, my mutual acquaintance did speak to uh, the big uh, Tijelko before race one, and he said he was treating it like the turnover was going to be like cup day. Like, as in, that's how much they were going to, that's how big it was going to be for them. And, you know, speak, you know, rebate wise and everything, they were just going to blast so I yeah, I heard that as well. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's a, it's an interesting one. I, I would have thought as a as a punter that's an advantage if you've got Betfair at five dollars and there's three dollars a tote. All of a sudden, across the options on the on the boards, including Betfair and the national tote, you're getting better prices all runners if there's more variation in the prices. So if the totes unders, you still get an opportunity to back the horse on the exchange. And I don't know. I just think we're it's a it's a classic example of, I, I think at the moment PRAs think punners aren't price sensitive, but a good example is if you're stuck in Hong Kong or over in Asia and you've only got one, one option or you've got two options, I suppose. You've got the tote and then so if you're a, a favourite punner, you just get absolutely jammed on every runner. So that's an awful position for, a uh, I guess, a Hong Kong-style punner that likes favourites. just absolutely at the mercy of the, the big uh, syndicates. Depending on which way they go. Um, and you've
2: got no hope of predicting the price either because I think, like, what are they? Oh. It's like 50% of the pool is in the last 10 seconds or something, some insane amount. Like, they, the, the well, that's, price sucks. That's, like,
0: that's the Asian way to bet. Yeah. You know, I've been over there, I've been at Malaysian races, and they, they're just waiting as late as they can to watch the late steam or the whatever happening on, you know, wherever that late money, clever money get, they'll be charging at the tote window or to wherever, at, right at the death, as late as they can. Because they just want to get every bit of intel, every bit of betting intel out of the market and see the right signs and bet late. That's just part of the Asian way to bet.
1: Mm. And then I guess the only, only other option they've got if you're a Hong Kong punter is to to bet illegally. And that becomes a, a money laundering and an AML and all that sort of compliance sort of risk. And then it's leakage for the uh, for, the,
2: like, for the let's industry. Let's be serious. As if everything that's happening here is not driving more people to that option, Um I don't even, like, I don't know if it's... But it's, it's illegal.
0: Just, it's illegal. That's right. Illegal. That's right. But That's the problem. That's the problem. You can't get buckled betting on it here. You get, let's see, it's cast.
2: It is. It's ridiculous is what it is. It's It's. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. They're trying to outlaw those things and they're driving everyone
1: to it is kind of where I'm at. Yeah. No, I think, yeah, I know what you're saying there. But, uh, yeah, I, th- I think the 2 to 4% premium to have a United tote, that just to me smells that there's – it paves the way for rebates and then all of a sudden you're not on a level playing field. So uh, if they could fix the commission and um, have it a little bit clearer, I think it would work. But, again, it's it's a lot more murky and I, I just don't understand why an exchange, which is so transparent, isn't promoted. So,
2: yeah, like we talked to exchanges, I bet with you. So the guy in the middle does nothing. All they do is provide a website, eBay. they hold your money and they pay out to the winner. That's it. How they? How do we have to pay a well? What's in New South Wales at the moment? A base rate of ten percent, just to facilitate
1: that. It's insane. And if the, if there's so many bookies around, yeah, the, the, the just to be able to to bet and lay off as a bookmaker, well, you'd be able to take the bigger bets. So the markets have become deeper, and then you give They've yourself become deeper
4: earlier too. Yeah, exactly. So it wouldn't be last they get five minutes. Faster, yeah.
1: So anyway, food for thought there uh let's kick the show along we could talk about that for an hour uh the comics lounge melbourne's home of comedy uh i do notice now that uh the comedy festival's starting to uh, get closer and closer down there friendly geordie's have got five shows in april so i'm tipping that one will sell out that's a bloke that got uh fire bombs so i think it's uh around the fifth sixth seventh and eighth in april so make sure you check out the comics lounge that's where he does his comedy um, but m- you might have to take a uh, bulletproof vest there as well. Do you get that with the ticket price? Is that, that? part of the a ticket free price? Free bulletproof Fest. Yeah, they got a few in the gun. This friendly Geordie guy. The he's got a big reach silence. on YouTube. I think he's got a thousand more followers than us.
2: I saw I, I, times, when you mentioned him the other day, five, Google, he's out there. Why not to play pokies and stuff? He does. He gets right into everyone. I like it.
1: Tell you what's not doom and glooms. The Don, the bopper last week. It was an easy watch. He went three from three to the syndicate. He's uh, absolutely on fire. Just can't. He's a winning machine at the moment. The Donny. Uh, which is great to see, and Randwick this week for you, J-Dubs, uh, improving soft seven. Yeah, is, it it bit, is it raining in there, is it? But Big dump during the yeah, week? Yeah,
2: dump it a bit. That's perfect. Early in the week, stop some watering the track, hopefully. So um, I'm happy with any sort of rain early that two or three days out clear, the, all these tracks should dry in that sort of time this time of year, so it should be perfect.
1: Is that why you left Sydney, because it rained so much, or we ran out of town?
2: No, too much doom and gloom. You wouldn't believe it, would you? What's that? Too much doom and gloom for me. <laughs> it was uh, it was the home of doom and
1: gloom. Nico's got uh, sand down, blue diamond. This is a uh, a really weird sort of scenario, isn't it? Some of the races are on the lakeside. I think it's what uh, all the fourteen. 14- two on the hillside, I think. Yeah. So the with the with the with the. Uh, with the uh- Additional winning posts. And then you got that for the the 1100s or the
3: different winning posts. And then
1: the 1800 meter races on
0: Hillside.
3: I think that's why the OP plate's the last race. You have to move a lot of camera gear and Uh, photo finish stuff. That's good. That's what they
0: like, though. They like having the big turnover race late in the hour. That's going to be a big finish. Peak peak wagering time. Big finish. Three group ones to end the day. Yeah, I saw. Good on them. (laughs) MRC, man. See, they're providing free public transport. Public transport is on us. I just saw their ad this morning. MRC, you know. Just blanks being those bikes. They just got the right idea, haven't they? Just looking after the looking after the fan and the punter as best they can. I'll, I will throw
1: one rock. They should just have it all on the hillside for simplicity. Like finding a winner is hard enough as is to have some on the lakeside and then some on the hillside's crazy. Well, there has got to be
0: a reason for it. Well,
1: no, I know that. that I think they can't have the eighteen hundred meter races on the other track because they start on a bend and then like, if you're going to have a couple of races like on the hillside, just have the lot because as a punter, flipping and flopping is no good. I don't mind a bit of flip flop. Hey, huh? what are you
2: talking about? I reckon that's just brutal. Oh, it's the same as having a shoot race and a bend race. And oh, oh that's I, right, I we have them every day,
0: day with shoot races and stuff. Yeah, I,
2: I, I, shoot yeah.
0: shoot races are like
2: being on a different track. I think you're dooming and gloom in this. So I think I think there's nothing wrong. I think yeah.
0: Is this the doom and gloom episode? We're
2: trying to be far. There is, up
0: there it is. Up there it is. Up there. What's wrong with the water up there at the moment?
2: It's Mexican racing anyway, so no one really cares at the end of the day. They could run around bloody, you know, Adapto dogs. It wouldn't make any difference, bloody group ones down there.
1: Top steamers are back in business. $15 winner, by The Sydney form is just too good.
2: I forgot that was a steamer. I was like, I, and then that was good because I was like about two minutes before the race. I'm like, how the hell is this horse this price? <laughs> it's
0: just, uh, too good. I just, uh, Did it come off Kembla or somewhere or no, something like
2: that? One one in midweek in town. I, was, I think Mid- it was the last one in town.
0: Back. It's a tried and true test of that improving three-year-old staying type offer, low, low sort of benchmark wind coming down here. They do it all the time.
2: Well, the weird part was that Royal Merchant was like a third of its price, and it had come out of ordinary Wednesday form earlier, so it was uh, they sort of tied in a bit.
1: Top Sport are located on the Gold Coast. They got the new app and mobile site, so make sure you check that out. Tristan loves to take a bit, and their ozone, which is the best part. None of that uh, money goes offshore, so that's what we're about here, trying to support the industry. Nico uh, Sandown's up first, uh, 25 bucks a week. If you want Nico's stuff, you get a discount if you uh, support him through to the end of the fin year. Maharaba, oh, that was a uh, an absolute beauty, Nico. What'd they yeah, bet? well
0: found, Nico. Loves his two-year-old trial as Nico. Loves him. $8. See, that, that that was one on the World type that was so that Absolutely. ran. Uh, I got it. It ran uh, two two seventy five. Like what? Well, you were, you were tipping it at seven bucks or somewhere?
3: Yeah, we were five fifty. $5.50 $5.50. six dollars.
0: Yeah, so they, they, they up, well, yeah. you got it right because you you potted the Godolphin thing. It was Express, and um, your thing was a steam steamer.
2: I love dot com. There oh, seventeen dollars or whatever it was. While I'm the big headlights, bold colors. Next race two seventy five. When the other one, it's four dollars everywhere. Oh no mention. <laughs> you wouldn't believe that. No mention of the global take to-
0: price for uh, for old Maharaja. Oh, Global Tote. Remember Global Tote? Who was that old mate from the punting show? Who was that? Mate, he's kicked.
2: They're the ones who've kicked. They're Dallas, the, Dallas. They're the, it, ones Dallas. Who, they're the ones oh, who kicked beyond yeah. reproach. They went broke 37 times, flummed a bloody license somewhere and kicked beyond the moon. Good on to keep trying. Just <laughs>
1: keep kicking. Mm. It is a sick one. That's a, that's a prime example. Okay, think is the horse you want to be on and I'm just sitting there in my suite in Hong Kong and I just sit there and I just see the price all week just go off, and then bang, I just cop it two dollars seventy five.
0: Yeah, they're used to it, mate. That's what they do every day. They bet in Hong Kong. That's what they're used to. But you feel good because you back to, the winner. Happy to back the winner. Collect. That's it. Because they're, they're all steaming the same horses. They're looking for the steamer. They all tune into the same thing and just cop. Man, imagine us. We'd be broke. We wouldn't last. No, they're all wrecks. So you no know, one's only the pros the, the of uh, the, the syndicates there.
2: XD Pain, eh? One, one start, D Pain, one start. You stay oh, well. Plus
0: camp there, big plus camp. I would have thought. G bag, going goes good. I think he's going.
3: He's going back up to Sydney. That horse now. So, Is he? whether he chases a slipper or something like that, not sure he's up to that grade. Looking at the figures and the data, but uh, too something a bit lower. No, he's
1: green as grass by the look of him. Blue Diamond Stakes. Uh, let's have a look at the market here, courtesy of Top Sport. Make sure you get around him this weekend. Steel City four dollars twenty in from six. Barber five dollars. DK's been there this week. Little Bros eight fifty. Brave Halo. 11 into 850, the instructor. This is one of Walty's horses, $9. Don Corleone, $9.50. Beware the, smode, the, the Snowden quiet one. And then bang into the grand final, exploring, $13. Party for two. Not to be confused with party for one, $17. Jesus uh, Christ. Isn't, isn't that a grey up? Yeah, $17 for Nikita Berryman, who's looking to pay for a new pool. VC, $18. Zafika, $21. Sensical, $26. Extreme threat. Uh, 31, Arkansas Kid, 41, DeSonic, boom, 67. And uh, we'll probably drop off the rest of
0: those. But uh, right, just, hold on, oh, hello. just hold on, Just hold on. Just hold on. Wait, what? All right, before we go to what, Nico, let's have guess what Nico's tipping here. All right, now, Nico, <laughs> does it have a little bit of blue in the colours? A little bit. A yes lot. or no? Yes or no? A lot of blue. little bit. No. Yes oh, or no? no. A little bit. Does it have more than half blue? Is it all blue? All blue. <laughs> it is. There we go. It, all right. Nico's it, dipping the
1: all it, blue. In the Carlton jumper. What a surprise. He's
2: never been to one in his life, by the way.
1: <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But, we'll tee up the replay. Okay. which This is the horse you like. Zulfika. Oh, it's the wrong one. <laughs> I thought it was the top oh, one. Oh, the other one. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: Here it is. No. It, Stable mate. Is in blue. In blue. We're, we're good at finding the wrong dolphin horse in <laughs> a blue diamond. I'll give you the tip. But <laughs> <laughs> I think this is... Uh, this is an underrated lead up, I think. VC and uh, Z- Zolfika come out of this, and I think they're probably going to be two horses that are better suited to 1200 metres and probably onto firmer ground. Uh, VC sort of heads Zolfika here and he sort of kicks back and beats him. Um, the last sort of 100 is.
0: Only hands and heels. Pulls a are
3: sticking the last Getting away from him. Even through Jesus. the line, he's really getting away from him. So I don't think VC necessarily handled the track that day. as a soft six, but it kind of rated worse early in the card and then improved. So. Um, I think this VC is going to be a big tick getting back onto dry ground, but this was a Fika. like, if he had drawn a better gate, I think he'd be much more in uh, contention in the market. But, you know, who's one average run at Flemington where I don't think he necessarily handled the track. He was all at sea and Buick was on him. His other two runs when Mallon's wrote him has been great. He had the blinkers go on last start, as we saw in that replay. He's really strong late. One um, run, run, the quicker closing last 200-metre split of the meeting. On debut, he ran the fastest last 200-metre split of the meeting on Turnbull Stakes Day and... I think that's the best part of his work. He's a horse who's a leader, who's just coming away from him late. Like That's a, looking at his sectional profile. The best part of his race is the last 200, which is rare for a leader. I think he's just got a lot of substance, this horse. So seeing him in the yard uh, last study definitely improved from the spring to the autumn. I think he's a real forgotten horse. He's definitely the best on speed horse. Um, it's a pretty deep race. Like, you know, his stablemate Barber, Steel City, they're definitely in it. But I sort of thought it's sort of $26, he's... He's hard to knock at this price. Given this prelude, it didn't rake through the roof. I think Barber, the winner here, just sort of uh, looming up in the blue cap, um, definitely has the most improvement to take out of the race from a fitness point of view. So he'll be cherry right there for Saturday. Brave Halo didn't have a lot of luck in behind him. Little bro sort of comes at him late. Um, Brave Halo's probably taken out of play a bit for this race just because of the map. Um, He's probably going to have to get a, a long way back, and I'd have a question mark at him over 1,200. So... The only horse I kind of wanted to take out of that lead up was the winner, Barber. Um, he's coming into this unbeaten, which I think you got to probably put some credit to given the favourites never won a race, Steel City. Um, so how much sort of emphasis you put on that. But yeah, I thought his last up win was good Barber. Um, he probably maps to get just a run in behind the speed. But the way I was kind of looking to play the race is uh, probably back in uh, Zulfika and VC. I think both are over the odds and sort of. Around $21 both of them. Uh, I think you can probably uh, have something small each, maybe each way on those two and I think they're going to give you a big sight. But a uh, pretty even year for the diamond. I think the two-year-olds are handy. I think there's some good horses in here. I think it's a stronger year than last year. Um, but, yeah, I think there's a you could run this race a few different times and get a different winner.
0: And yeah, no, I saw so there was an article. Uh, there is an article on .com actually on, on your horse. They put, make an article for a 25-to-1 check. It was 20-to-1 or something, is not it? Um, when Mellum says he's fine under the radar and he's going to run really well, they took him as Cummings does, tick all the boxes. Took him to Sandown on Tuesday for the for the gallop. Said they, they work together. Mellum said there wasn't a, wasn't nothing between them and they work. So it's just going to be. He said I'm going forward. He relaxes. So that two year old sent him forward. They can pull. And oh, that was my thing. Sort of. Sometimes when they're going up to 1200 from a wide draw, it's different to coming up to 1200 with the economical run from a low draw. But he said he'll come back underneath him. He's second prep, which I like. Big it's, tick second prep it's seasoning. strong, isn't he? he and he's strong.
3: It, even you watch his replays, so, yeah, he's okay, so he's going to give you a
0: sight, Nico. Yep. Yeah,
3: right. I think he's a great value chance. He's probably the best value chance in the race. I think VC will really improve on the dry. Don Corleone. Ozzy. Aussie's back. Aussie, cool yeah, and gator. He
0: was just telling me how down and out he was and horses dying and everything's going to turn into shit. He had about 12 <laughs> seconds in a row. There it was. Cool and going wins the group one for him. All
3: well, right, camp, isn't it, my <laughs> Eustace? like they're, they're two horses at, you know, 20s and 21 and- you got Godolphin and Ma Eustace. You got Malham and Brown. They're both flying. Uh, I think they're they're right in play. They're probably the two best of the rougher chances. for Mine. I think Barb is probably the most likely winner. Steel City's got talent. She gets the blinkers on for the first time. She gets B shin. She gets a lot of ticks. But Instructor is it? What do you make of it? Uh, I don't think he run twelve hundred. I think the pressure for the front will really sort of find him out. Uh, I was hoping he'd be short and I'd really sink the boots into mm. him, but at nine dollars, he's jump
0: it. out. Didn't the jump out in between runs against Anavisto? Didn't. Uh sway you at all has looked all right no nah, yeah. i thought it was average
3: to exactly. be honest he was under the pump his action kind of went wouldn't be surprised first was, prep too, his first i prep. wouldn't be surprised if that trial was indication that he's towards the end and of his prep. Enough. Yep. Um, just and how he weak could. he was late so even even sort of year i think uh yeah but Barber's probably your most likely winner but i did not think there's that much value at the price i would i did buy him favorite but as uh, the fika and vc for me just at the odds okay.
1: Uh, I'm just gonna just say three words to you, Nico. Thousand meter island. What 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 do you think about Zulfika? He we've, we haven't seen him pass. Like does that does that worry you just a little? I know the way he won, and you just explained that he looked good. Blah blah blah. Done it done it really easily. But he's never been tested. beyond honest, he's had three runs at a thousand meters, didn't we? Have a show called Thousand Meter Island, and you just got to put thousand meter. Oh, DK just says that he doesn't wipe his ass with thousand meter form, and then here we have. 1200 meter race, and uh, I'm that makes me nervous. Well, there's no 1200 meter form, so it's
3: all a thousand or 1100 meter form. So, oh. the way he's strong at the end of his thousand meter races and in low pressure races, I think he'll be be better in a, in a faster run race. Um, so I'm th- saying a thousand, thousand 1200 for him probably isn't as big a worry, say, for a horse like the instructor who sort of got out in front, led, and is really sort of empty at the end of it. He's he's strong at the end of a thousand. He's run one of the quickest splits of the meeting last up at the end of a thousand meters. So,
0: so it's in the data. It's in the punting form data. Scoot, love it. He, and he's twenty to one, so you can take the risk. I agree. Okay, so I'm
1: going to ask you about a Sydney horse now, Mr. Walter. Yeah, Don Corleone. He, he had a bump with this, this horse that looks like a bloody giraffe, this Cafe Millennium or whatever, at the start of the race. So they just basically come out of the barriers, a bit like you and DK, bang, like bumped into each other. And Snowden, on grand final day, I think he can sit closer from barrier three. He's got Zara. What do you think yeah. about that horse as a horse? So
2: its first start obviously had a lot of room to move that wide, just rounded him up very strong the other day. Everything went the wrong way. wasn't the same horse. Uh, if the horse that showed up its first start, he's one horse that does look like 1,200 metres will not be an issue. Uh, and like you said, soft draw, a lot, lot going in its favour. Is it the secondary form, that horse that he beat of Gaze its first start, is he anywhere near up sort of the, to the red resistance level? I'd say no, but I think $9 or whatever it is is, is well and truly fair enough. I just think that um, – I think, I think the two horses – that can win the slipper, I've seen, learning to fly at Red Resistance. Steel City's running to both of them, uh, two 1,100-metre runs. If it runs 1,200-metres, I think it just gaps them. Who? Steel City.
1: No way. That's the horse that bloody like gaps the McLeod's had going for a stack in our, our bloody... Yeah, that's right. When back Magic the Insta and, and it got whatever. So, so yeah, well, let's
2: run into Red Resistance who Jesus. looks like a goddamn jet and learning to fly who is a jet. Uh, ran up to it the other day and sort of peaked. Blinkers, they got shin, blinkers... Best form I've ever seen for a race like this just Trunks has to run 1,200 If it runs 1,200, it wins.
1: Jesus Christ. All that
2: Melbourne form looks like crap. Barber's form in Sydney Ooh. is nowhere near as good. Crap, 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 <laughs> crap, 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 seal city, gaps him.
1: Nico, Earth to Nico. Yeah, this is D. Eustace. You love this camp. I hate him with two-year-olds, but this horse just has a red jacket. It's got a red red jacket on and blinkers first time. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa.
3: It's a good chance. Like, you look at her form- I think Red Resistance at the moment is probably the top seed for the Golden super off what we've seen. Um, and then she bumped into Learning to Fly, who obviously backed up that form in the English race. She gets blinkers on, she gets b shin. Like there's a lot of ticks for her. My slight knock would be the end of twelve hundred. She hasn't been the strongest at the end of her races, but I I would think she brings in potentially better form. Um, but I'm probably just leaning away from her at the price. If she was sort of six dollars or seven dollars,
0: or if she was wearing
3: blue colours. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe if she was in Aussies colours, we'd be more inclined to find I'd
2: take evens Fias. learning to fly all red resistance here, and that's kind of the line I'm taking. Wow. Uh, and and I agree, 1,200 is the thing. If it runs 1,200, it wins, but four, and you're getting $4.20 to
3: see whether it runs 1,200. And the market's already labelled her. like She's been 6 into 420. She's the only horse that backed. Mm. Like, what? Really? Yeah. So Jeez. I think she'll start clear favourite. Just No shot. I, I probably got a third or fourth pick, like her and Barber, but I thought VC okay. and Zafika will give you a good side at odds. And it's probably, of the horses in the market, it's probably between her and Barbara. So
2: what you're trying to tell me is the backside of Steel City with 100 to go is a good sight?
3: Uh, hopefully VC's charging it away.
2: Yeah, no, it's a good race. I, actually, interesting. I love and the it's Blue the- Diamond at Caulfield. It's the one race that I love when it's run at Caulfield. I hate now that it's, it's, it's been run so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> here.
0: That might help the SF. Remember the old first time around? Yeah. Caulfield <laughs> was always a trick. Mm. It might help them on the bigger spacious track. But isn't this the tighter one, the lakeside? This is a tighter turning
1: one, isn't it? So- I thought the, the speed horses are in better nick here Are the 1,200. Good draws is what I was told. Good My draws is big draws. trouble here. That's what I was told. Yeah. So I look at Nico's thing, 15. Draw 15. But I love the price. I, lo- I love shopping outside the market. It's a be- it's beautiful. I think it you'll get
3: like OSL or one out one back.
1: Melon's so going forward. Yeah. Hopefully. The horse that I thought was a knockout chance was uh, Arkansas Kid. He gets a better draw. He got flattened last start. and forty complete 40, wild card. Yep. 40 to 1. Complete wild card. Beautiful. He's had the float up and back. He might be tougher, and uh, who knows? That's Hawks, nah, Hayes. Oh, yeah, nah, the casting. Why? Don't know. <laughs> no, nah, they like didn't. Saying. They. That Dwayne Dwayne Dunn and the Hawks used to always. Win, uh, the yeah, has always used to win the blue Caulfield. diamond. That
2: was the last win right back. Slick
1: chassis, slick chassis. Sh- yeah, <laughs> just kept these, D just, whatever D done was. I need win at twenties, fifties, forties. I remember
2: the hole I was on at Concord Golf Club the day at one. I, I was carrying a big transistor round. And I dead set smashed it. I was that excited. I smashed the transistor. I threw it. Yeah, it was very exciting.
1: Hmm. Little Bro's blinkers on was interesting. And Bla- Brave Halo's got Barry 16 and poor old Ollie. Next race. Okay, good. There's a couple you haven't mentioned, Stuart. Still go. That's 17 horses. No, well, How many left? People are doing quaddies and stuff. It's a quarty leg, so I'm just trying to put the top is it, six Is it in. a cross
2: quaddy? Do you have to take two different quaddies because they're two different tracks?
1: I've got no idea. That, uh, that, that would be a good idea.
2: Well it's definitely there's definitely cross races in the quarter.
1: All right, no replays here. We'll just look at the market. And um we'll uh, we've got a viewer question actually. I'm um, Thunderstruck $3 here. Alligator Blood Waltie's horse 390. Mr. Brightside $5. One of DK's Nugget 550. Mr. uh sorry, My Ober on $10 Laura of indices, 15agon 17 and Mr. Mozart's been uh, spec 21 into $17. And uh, we've got a viewer question here. Uh this is from Trent. He says, uh, it's to do with Om uh, Thunderstruck, it's for everyone. And he says, uh, I was looking through his form earlier, and he's one win from his last 11 or 12. To me, he always profiles terribly, but punters still seem to fall into him. Is he a non-winner? I hate to say it, but I think the horse. this horse has got plenty of talent, albeit a horrible racing pattern, should be going better than one win from
0: their past 11 starts. Is he a non DK Om Thunderstruck? Of course he's not. I mean, he's looking at his own stats in isolation there. What did he say? One from, he's seven from 21 overall. 12 top twelve in the top two out of 21. Like, And he's a line finder, so he just needs a bit of race shape and a bit of stuff. He's not like Alablaid of Blood getting out the front and stuff like that. That's not his pattern. He's a little bit tricky to ride, but, um, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: you look not- at his form. He ran second in the All-Star He's stiff not to get a lot closer to Zaki. Mr. Brightside got him on the line in the Doncaster. That's second in two Group Ones. Second in the Memzy won the Maccabi, and then he runs last prep, second to Animo in the Caulfield Stakes, second to him in the Cox Plate. Like, dead set. If Animo's not around, he's probably our for H star. I'm well, it's, it's different um,
2: when you're talking about you know? Nonny's racing in ordinary grade and not going past horses, and you're talking about yeah, racing last, the best of the best in like the best races in, every start.
0: Like, yeah. And, pa- <laughs> and pa- like pack animals. Oh well, Nonny's are pack animals, aren't they? The old Tom Melbourne and stuff like that, who he just run up to them but won't run past them. You know, like he's proven he'll run past them or go with them, but he's... Yeah, he's he's a, he's a proper horse. He's horse. far from bomb
2: proof, but he's dead set not a nonny. <laughs> yeah. just,
1: just when you think, oh yeah, I'm Thunderstruck, cherry ripe to go, second up. He's got what lakeside and now he's got barrier three. So he actually is a horse that needs is better off building momentum, building his revs drawn wide. You'd love to see him in seven, eight or or, uh, or wider, wouldn't you? DK out wider than three.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, that's right. But now it's it's uh, what do they the rider changed this prep so um, you know it's JK, it's the J K's
3: crossover noseband off. She said he might have resented it last start. there you go. Right, so there you go yeah, she's and, getting a feel
0: for the horse and the market. Like even though I like, think you were against us you were against it because you were heavily people were heavily in Jack and O's corner the other day. But the market still they still respected him, didn't they? He still started favourite. Well, he's been well back again early yeah, here. So yeah, no, so the market sort of he's a, he's, a, he's a he's a proper horse, but. Yeah, but I th- think- he's not as scary to lay as alligator blood is if you're a layer or stuff like that, you know. Oh, you'd
3: rather lay him here than alligator blood. Well, alligator sure. blood
0: going to be leading to the 50 metre mark or something. You just know that. Will he need the run, though, the, the blood?
3: Yeah, uh,
1: He'll improve a lot. Hmm. So, yes, that's a yes. Nico, you've seen a few of these in the yard. Mr. Brightside got lots of improvement. My Oberon looked like the, uh, the, uh, the wild card to me. Uh, I think Thunderstruck will peak
3: third up or fourth up, so I'm I'm kind of risking him again on Saturday. I think he just has too much improvement to come the way the map is and the price. I What's can, his
0: grand final for the autumn?
3: Well, it's probably the All Star Mile. It is the All Star Mile, so that's next up. Um, same as Alligator Blood. So I think they're both probably horses that are you know second or third up. You know into those grand final races, they're going to be sort of right there. My Oberon's going to be spotting a big head start, and then what else is in the race? Aegon couldn't get past him last start. You'd be sort of Thinking that similar here, Mister Brightside's um, the same, probably All Star Mile. So it kind of just leaves you with Nugget. He's just going to probably let, land up outside lead, maybe one out, one back. And if he runs up to his last start, Thunderstruck might not be able to catch him from the draw, especially around Lakeside. And if Alligator Blood's got a chink in his armour late, and he's sort of fallen in a bit of a hole the last fifty, um, he's probably the horse, Nugget. But Nugget, he's he's probably not the, the weight for age class of the other two, but.
0: Might be right race, right, just
3: the right time. He's full on here to win, like <laughs> so. He was probably the one, the way I'd lean in a, in a bit of a tricky race. Yeah, I'd, I, I could probably back Alligator Blood and Nugget. I think if Alligator Blood's close enough um, in the yard from a fitness point of view, um, he's definitely right in the race, and I'd still have him favourite in my market. But I'm um, um, Thunderstruck looks pretty short at three dollars. Obviously the class horse, but. Uh, he's going to need a lot in his favour,
1: especially at the lakeside. Hmm. Well, the horse that I thought uh, was one for probably quaddies was Mr. Mozart. I thought he... That's he, right. What the hell was that run the other day? I think I just, just gave it a run.
2: Yeah, I don't know what it was. was I and mean, he, he does need to come up. That's his problem. And gate one, does he miss the kick again and mm-hmm. end up last and he's completely out of play or does he possibly lead and run a cheeky race. Um,
1: Has he got the class to win that? No, I
2: don't think so.
1: He's just a bit, just out of his depth a little bit. Yeah, I I
2: think so. He's running the other day was weird. It sort of grazed up that whole form out of that that race, but it was uh, was very good. I, I actually thought Mr. Brightside was the one. He just, he's had the run over alligator blood. I thought the ride first up was horrible. He just completely gave him none, sprinted up late and, was coming over the top of all of them pretty much. I thought he, if they ride him properly this time and follow Alligator Blood across, he gets a bit of cover from someone. He's going to be in front of Alliga- uh, I'm Thunderstruck and he's only got to run down Alligator Blood who's he has got the run over. So if, if he's ever going to win another race at this level, I thought this was it for Mr. Brightside just because second up 1400s his go, I don't think he can beat him over a mile in that big race. I think this is his chance in life.
1: I think uh, you make a little bit of sense there but uh, the market just looks... Bit cramped for me to play at this stage. Sandown race nine. We're going to have a look at the Oakley Plate. Absolute uh, Corker to finish the quaddie leg. As uh, is favourite here, Five fifty. I am me, Five fifty. 50 Chain of Lightning, $8.00. $9.00 Star Patrol. Lofty Strike, Nine fifty. King of Sparta, 10 Uncommon James, $11.00. $16.00. Masked Crusader, $21.00. Zoo Style, 26 Marine, 126, Lombardo, 34 The Astrologer $34.00. Rock and Horse, 41 and much better the rest. Uh, I think we're going to have a look at the Rubiton here, and Lofty Strike wins the race. You've got Chain of Lightning, the grey getting held up. You've got Oxigrod, uh making all out in front. Uncommon James is sort of poised to strike there, getting a nice little run. Nico, which way are you going here?
3: Yeah, I'm going to stick with the, uh, the horse as well back in this race, Uncommon James. Um, he started $2.80 here. He was off the map. I think in an open plate, there's going to be every chance the horse like Lofty Strike is a lot further back than what he was here. They went pretty slow relative to the class, to the 600-meter mark here, and I think that sort of advantage of a horse like Lofty Strike being so close in the run to Uncommon James, I think the back mark is going to be a long way off. And just looking at this race shape, you know, they only went four and a half lengths above to the 600. I'd be predicting they go at least sort of eight and a half to the 600 here. So... I think that fast run race will actually suit Uncommon James I think you're going to want a horse that's can run a strong 1200 meters that it's a real uphill rise at 1100 so you know in previous years where you can sort of lead and scoot away in the Oakley Plate you're going to be very vulnerable late so these horses like you know as for who's got a lot of thousand meter form I am me um, who's going to probably settle on speed I think you know the strong 1200 meter horses are going to have a real crack at them late and I think that's him like he's his best performance so far has been in 1,200-meter races. His win that day at Caulfield was dominant. I know he didn't beat much, but uh, the clock backed him up and suggesting this is a good horse from 14. He just stays out of trouble. Thompson gets back aboard, which is probably a negative from D-Lane, but he knows the horse. So uh, I thought he should probably be shorter, um, and I think he's probably the one that's going to be suited to the uh, the fast, high pressure of this race. I was very surprised He's $11, and I think the market... Probably comes through him on the day.
1: TK, uh,
0: you don't want to put your two bobs worth in? Not interested? No. No, no, no. Well, uh, that'd be a spectator for me. What's that? An open handicap group one, $6 a field. that will be a, what's the spectacle for me?
3: Yeah, I, I just thought with like, given it is $6. he's 10
0: to 1. It was yours.
3: Yeah, he's $11. Yeah, to one, 11 Well, he's our favourite in the lead-up. I think that is a good lead-up because as far as coming out of she got very questionable form. I have no doubt she has talent, and she's run some strong enough figures to suggest she could win an Oakley Plate. But I just thought at five fifty, like she was easy enough to be against. I'm me's bringing in some strange sort of Sydney form. It's hard to line up. She gets Jamie Carr. Um, she's definitely in the race, but I couldn't back her at five fifty. I was sort of thinking it's probably Uncommon James and Star Patrol who have had a look at the course and distance. Both ran well. Um, Star Patrol had a lot of improvement to come. He does get the glue on shoes, which is probably a knock, but um I think that's factored into his price early. So they were probably the two for me. Lofty strike's definitely in play. Like that was a huge first up win. If he can if he can still represent and rattle off that sprint, which he did first up off a faster tempo, like he's a proper, proper horse. But we're gonna find out on Saturday. Um yeah, I, I was thinking the Rubiton's probably the lead up, and I think the winner might come out of that race, and if it doesn't, it's probably Star Patrol sort of taken on Asfura, I me. Couldn't believe King of Sparta was, what, 8 bucks. Um, Some places he's $10 at top for. So he should be $30 off so his recent form, I thought. So, yeah, Uncommon James, mean one by three or something like that. I think he's going to give you a big sight at the price.
2: What about the blue colours ripping down the outside first up?
3: Well, like you, you look at her like, like her run against Asfura, where she probably should have beat her, um, and she's $16, and Asfura's favourite, uh, Buick off. It's, 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 it's Nick's. off blue yeah. as well. I thought its trial
2: was ridiculous. So yeah, obviously, the gate where it gets to if it drew low and it, you knew it was going to land sort of midfield and bottled up a bit, I think she'd be really dangerous. She's probably going to need a little bit more luck from the draw.
3: But um yeah, I it, think in it's a normal in a normal Oakley plate, she'd be right in the race. This is a, this is super strong mm. for an Oakley plate. Even like I think Mars Crusader's probably in the game if you can get back and really run on. His jump out was good. He's probably suited. Better to a handicap than Wait for Age conditions. I would have thought, given he might not have the class to beat him at Wait for Age. So, yeah, deep race. I think Uncommon James will come out and be one of the better horses out of the race, maybe over fourteen hundred metres. But I think you're going to want a horse who can run a strong twelve hundred, given it's an uphill run and they're going to go quick. So, uh, he looks the horse to me that's a bit bombproof at the price.
1: He looks the horse if he can just not if he can jump. I think he is. He has problems just getting away, doesn't he? He has a lot of he problems. He has a lot of problems. And when he doesn't have problems, he's got an engine. He's got a big <laughs> engine. I thought lofty strike was the was the real good horse here. Strong twelve hundred meter horse. The, I think this is your this is your man, and this is uh, this is a horse that they put in the rubathon because the horse is just going enormous and just going far too well. And you just saw his devastating finish. I know chain of lightning was probably entitled to go close to him that day with no luck, but oh, this horse is. Could be an oh, he's just could got be more back upside for
2: mine, lofties than chain of command or chain of lightning or whatever it's called. Yeah.
1: Well, he burst on the scene and he thought, oh wait, wow, how good's this horse? And then I think he had a setback. And it was just sort of maybe not quite a hundred percent. And then he's he's runs in the Coolmore Stud and Champion Sprint were, were good. Now he's just come back and gone bang and put the riding in the wall. If he can replicate that, I think he's. I can't believe that he's sort of around the ten dollar price. I'd have him much much shorter than than that. He, he's definitely going to be a bet for me, lofty strike and a little uh, mental health bet on uh, mass Crusader. But I'm happy to have a real good swing at that $10 lofty strike. I think it's – can't believe the price actually.
2: Is that all Melbourne? Can I just ask you about a couple of horses because I just like it and just want to put him on the spot? Yeah, Jesus here we go. New singer, Uh Paul what? whatever. She's just an interesting horse down there. She's like five bucks, whatever, <laughs> nothing too exciting. It, what about Espiona, the horse that sucks my brain every time it goes around small field? Thought it was just an absolute shocker from Willie first up. Just sits back to this time fourteen hundred and goes bang. Any any thought there?
3: Deep race. It's like four eighty the field. uh Tori Jean, prior to Jenny. They're probably the horse you got to catch. Uh, she's four on in play. I think on the dry track, the way the race shape works out, she just could have a better turn of foot than a few of them. Exactly what I if saw. she runs up to mm. her second up run last prep? I think she'd be right in the game. She just can be extremely inconsistent. That's it. This is
2: last chance for last chance team life. D-Day, D-Day. And uh, what about the another team, Waller? I'm team Waller. Uh, the mighty surefire just had the little look around first up, straight to 1,800, perfect draw. And I thought he was very dangerous on Saturday.
1: JK, carr
3: Yeah, in in the game for sure. Has the uh, what the, the big spruik on him last prep, got to turn a foot. Maybe they've just trained him a bit different this prep, thinking he might not be a fallen stayer. Um Australian Cup might be a race they're really looking at, so that's only going to be third up. So second up, you might be ready to fire. And Gold Trip and Emissaria one, two in the market and they're coming back off Melbourne Cup runs, mm-hmm. so uh, there's definitely an angle there. J-car agree,
2: force agree, agree, agree. is beautiful for
1: that. Yeah, and no, just that, that race out is perfect, that little
2: Animo barrier trial first up where they they come home 10 above or something stupid and it was just not even knocked around and even not knocked around. It was sort of still going with them that last 200. I, I think he's very dangerous since that day short fire.
3: He's left off the only blue colours as well, Spacewalk. He's, oh, yeah. got this he's on my list. He's on my list. Spacewalk and and doesn't even mention He's either. on
2: my list. Look, recommendation and Spacewalk, but I cut that race. I just thought recommendation went like a rocket to Canterbury, but it was Canterbury leaders. Spacewalk just going to lob right behind him. And I love that trial since the last um, start. I love when Cummings does that.
1: The trial was elite, yeah. Hmm? To take short price, a bit quirky. He's got no. some tricks, doesn't he?
2: No, not really. I think he's all right now. I'm off him. I've I'm, I'm forgiven him all these quirks now.
1: No, I don't mind rich, rich fortune in, in that race.
2: Yeah, you're gonna run a nice fourth or fifth or something. It'd be all right. You should stand it out for fourth or fifth in the in the exotics. It'd be good.
1: Might be in the uh, the lakeside quaddy numbers. <laughs> it could be. Yeah, put it in the
2: lakeside. not the three. It's a, yeah. It's a. I didn't. Know, I had a good look at that race. I didn't think that much good the Melbourne horses.
1: Beautiful. All right. Walter uh, is now going to have a look at Randwick. Uh, he was on fire last week. Cylinders, <laughs> all over cylinders, and the market was two five bucks into four dollars. What do you
2: think of the ride on King's Gambit there, Nico? Uh, I don't want to talk about it. Why? <laughs> I'm not I'm, I'm not having a go at you. I've never seen anything like it. It, it was inexplicable. Baffling.
3: It was honestly baffling. Like Nash is my favourite jockey, but... He, is a, he still? Because he kicks up it to was make Timmy watch.
2: work early. Okay, you get, you, you're you told to look for cover. So why did you jam it for the first 200 to make Platinum Jubilee lead? And then as soon as it got there, he said, oh, sorry, it's time to reverse park, brother. I'm out of here.
1: What the hell was that? That was terrible. In the stewards report, it said that he was instructed to ride with cover. Oh, he said, "Yeah, that was
2: what they wanted to do, or whatever." Yeah, exactly.
3: But like, look at the map. Where, where was the horse ever going to get cover? Like, unless it went back to last, like that was just unachievable. The only cover that that it was used was the cover of the tactics. Well,
2: if <laughs> the the,
1: I was told to find cover, he he definitely found cover, and you'd probably he <laughs> did find cover. No, he did. Yeah, he, he, yeah. He, he did he find cover. <laughs> he found <laughs> yeah. a cover between the four hundred and <laughs> the, the three hundred meter yeah. mark in the straight. When if he had a turn left. It was all just clear running, and it was a straight line. Like, was he just staying in the strip, the slipstream yeah, for I just that bit too long?
2: Maybe he thought Abdullah was going to be really weak late on cylinders and he was going to get over the top of him. I don't know. Maybe he was oh, slipstreaming. It,
3: it should have been the other way. Like, he was going to be weaker late than Cylinder. Everyone knew that. He should have wanted to be in front, or well, st- at least a stable. Like, had they had a should run. have wanted to be second, having to catch Platinum Jubilee, and that was it. Like, And then if Cylinder has a crack and this lady has a crack, just completely balls it up all involved there, so... I've not seen Would many sh- rides wouldn't like wouldn't be shocked
1: it. if he turned the tables. So that was another question from one of our viewers. How did, how did do you think Tim rode?
2: Off the day, he didn't do anything really wrong. Obviously, um, Afkaban slipped out and then and, um, and Abdullah sort of kicked up to make him push and whatever. What was he going to do? Like, I don't think he did anything too wrong. Would he like that one over again? Absolutely, but... Um, you know, after it slipped at the start, he was probably his hands were tied to a certain point. I didn't think he did much wrong on the day, uh, watching reviews and things. And I and I'm pretty like I know I love the bloke, but um
0: this will give Nico a horn. Um Cummings said they said because uh, he had the he had the tough bit of the tough run there, mm. half cabin, and um uh, they said, uh, how how'd he pull up, James? How'd he pull up? He said, Scary. Scary how well it pulled up off that run. Well, it didn't go any good, so <laughs> yeah, but he, he said he said it was a hard he said it was a tough run. He said, "Scary how well it's pulled up." It might have
2: gone all right for a twelve hundred. It's not. Go- it didn't go well for a mile.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the like the he keeps spruking it,
3: doesn't he? Does there's, it a, there's a lot of stallion quotes in there. Oh yeah, that's the yeah, problem. That's
2: the problem. And he has you're become right. more like that, James. Whereas he, once upon a time, he you could tell that was never part of his, you know, thought process. Now it, and now, it certainly he's very wary of
3: it. It's definitely a forgive run, but how much out to a mile it's like well wow. the others are caught up to him now yeah. and what
2: was that race like it was a pretty putrid race overall was it that maybe the elliptical form was um
3: was and better. the problem with that race is they're just going to race each other again because the Australian Guineas is on the same day so unless yeah. the attrition doesn't get into the Australian Guineas he might go apart from that it's just going to be them again so
1: all right, race seven uh, at round we're going to have a look at here. in. Se- we're just going to go market only, I think, on this. No, we're going to have a look at the replay. Make uh, Walt uh, torture him once again. That's in right. Secret's a favourite, $2.05. Uh, Zagotcha, $5.00. Sunshine of Paris eight fifty. dollars Ruthless Dame, $15.00. She's $16.00. Fireburn, $18.00. Madam Pomery, $19.00. North Star, last $21.00. Don't worry about the rest and the light fingers we're going to have a look at. Key lead up here, 1,200 metres.
2: The the really weird thing about this race is it's basically rinse, repeat, except for 12 to 1,400. They've all basically drawn the same gates. Um, You know, he's going to, if he jumps or she jumps in secret, it's going to be in the absolute ideal position, similar position again. The key to this is just how big Nash is kidding to them, and I think it ran like the third or fourth fastest last 200 of the day, even though it, um, it looks like it was sort of, under pressure for the win, I just think it was just an excellent ride, and uh, I actually expected it to be more aft cabin odds when I when I saw the odds, I I thought it'd be sort of a dollar seventy something like that. Um, I was surprised to see sort of two twenty five. So uh, my horse that I do love is Sunshine in Paris, but I think that was her chance in life to beat it. I think the only way it could beat it here is if they rode it a pair further back and tried to tag it and come from behind in secret. Not many horses can come from behind in secret and beat it. I think Jack and I is the only horse to do it so far, and and that was a funny race. The Golden, whatever the hell it's called, uh, the, uh, the, golden, uh, the, the golden Rose, Gold Gift, golden Rose. golden Rose, Golden Gift, Golden. They've got that many of them. Um, yeah, like, you, you couldn't back Sue so Gotcha off a bit of a setback chasing this first up from from an awkward draw, and then the others have all got to overcome. Probably Madame Pomeroy's the one most likely to, but. Even it sort of peaked the other day. I expect the others to go forward. I thought a lot more love at 40s, drawn low, uh, sort of scooting through inside runs and, and closing off it was the, the horse that goes in exotics and whatever it is, 10 bucks a place or something it was the, the the one that just looked the wrong price, but I think in secret or win.
1: I thought Madden Pomeroy could improve.
2: Yeah, it could improve, but it sort of knocked up the other day, which to me says it's going to knock up again potentially so at the end of 1400 here, so how is it going to run past in secret unless it misses the start? Um, yeah, so like Sunshine in Paris, they've found it now. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I was just a little bit surprised that it wasn't a little bit shorter in secret. It's pretty dominant.
1: So Sunshine in Paris isn't Winks anymore?
2: No, I think she is. It's just fifth run first oh. prep. I just think, you know, if you gave it to a trainer and gave it a spell now and put it away, I understand what they're doing. Chasing, you know, it's hard to say no to running in these mm. races, but it's very hard to overcome uh, the grounding the other horses have and the experience and give that to them plus trying to tackle them in these sorts of races. I think whatever it does here, it's... Um, it, it's a chance of gutting the horse and if she beats them now, she is Winx.
1: So it's still on the table there, Winks the a the big,
2: big thing. She's just a very, very, very good horse. And when you say Winx, I could say Winks a horse that just continues to find the line. Even last start, she looked like she was sort of cast at the 200 and she's still chasing her balls off the last... Um, Two hundred meters, so I, I'd uh, I wouldn't swap sunshine in Paris for any horse in the race if I could own them.
1: Redwick race eight, Chipping Norton Group 1, 1,600 meters. Animo, Nico, dollar sixty-five. Fangirl, seven fifty. Moonga, DK's horse, eleven dollars. Hinged, eleven dollars. Montefilia, oh, eighteen dollars. Laws of Indices, nineteen L. Bogger dog, nineteen dollars. Night's order. Uh, wasn't it a revelation last last spring? $31. Heuter, uh $34. Benno, $41. Apeiro and Stockman out the gate. Nico, I think uh, we're comrades, actually. He, uh, you pronounce horses worse than I do, so... Um Nico. Nico. yeah. He, he absolutely slaughters nearly every horse out there that's, I that's a I bit tricky. I always
2: pictured he and his brother sitting at home, bloody Terrible. practicing the bloody no. pronunciation and, of music. And
1: T tra- no, Dogs pulls him up. Strength. Every time he gets one wrong, T Dogs like, that's not like that. It's not like that. <laughs> is it's race caller, not like that. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, it's, it's worth checking out. If you like uh, the Vic Racing, check out the Racing Show. They do a good job, the boys. But uh, Nico, I'm, I'm proud to say that uh, I think you, you, you've got the crown as probably the worst at pronouncing names. Uh, we're not going to bother watching the replay. Animo, yeah, he just puts himself in the race. He gets a PR every time. He's got Barrier Three, he's got J-Mac. he's at sixty five. We won't even let Nico speak or it'll we'll go for an hour and 50 minutes.
2: It's it, it well, gets, it's, it's hilarious. It's, it's the same race again. It's the same race as first up, but 200 meters further. And Fangirl's drawn inside again. Uh, K McAvoy going to be last. Uh, the rail's out three. If it gets the run, it's the danger again. Uh, yeah, he's just a good horse, isn't he? It's just nothing. He's just a good horse. He's just a good horse. He's just going to lob one one, and who can beat it? I don't. I don't think there's the only. No, I don't know. Laws of industry. Van the only horse that can beat it if they walk and it sprints and and if he has a bit of bad luck or something. Um, I think the bets take the thirty one dollars nights order in the Sydney Cup. Flying. Well, I don't know if it's flying or not, but I just I think that it'll run a race here, and I just think it's a silly price in the Sydney Cup.
1: <laughs> okay. Any any comments, Nico?
3: Not really. Like, it's, I think uh, he, fangirl's the only danger. Like, she was huge first up. Gee, I'd love if they brought her for the All Star mile. Like, she'd be right in that race. But the only way she'd probably beat Animo if she's either tagging him or right with him. So I just don't know if that would be the tactic second up. So, look, Doll65, if, you could make a case; you just should be shorter. You'd do it honestly. though, if you
2: owned it. You'd do it, wouldn't you? Like, because you, you, the chances are they're going to walk. Um, mm. Even like even Knight's order, if he rolled along from the draw or something, he's not going to go fast. So you, you'd take the like as you say. You can only beat him if you're within a length of him. So you, you'd you'd have it. You'd half digger out of the gates. Fuck it, and have a shot at
3: the title. The interesting one is, well, Albotagon, how mm. sort of plain he was first up, and then now they found Regan like. Off off the Cox plate runs, you'd be saying, Oh, he's a chance to beat Animo this autumn. And I don't know, it seemingly looks like off the first up run, the horse has gone backwards.
2: The only change of tactics, and if it it has to have option to lead or something crazy in the change of tactics, that's the only way. Otherwise, like you say, it's not coming from behind Animo and beating it, is it? It's got to be in front of Animo to beat.
1: I spoke to uh, Tristan on the Monday after the Light Fingers and um, the Apollo, and I said, Oh, how'd you go on the weekend? And he goes, Oh, yeah, we're going really good until In Secret and Animo. And every multi and every punter just absolutely just spears into them. So these two horses are sort of public na- enemy number one for bookies at the That's moment.
2: That's be only because Wagering. of Nico's following, really. Huh? That's only because of Nico's following. It's nothing to do with the
0: horses. Well, Wagering service providers, um, 2023, you know, they're at, that, at the hands of the multi. That's all it is. Multi punters, multi this, multi that. Like, you know, I heard, I heard him because he was on, uh, Mark Haywood had him on as well, Scoot. He said exactly the same thing. He said, oh, and and he's big bloke who takes multis. If he eats the Maltese, it's... Basically, the day. The day revolves around that. Everything else sort of goes to and fro. He said they all got beat last week. We st- still didn't go- get back with the Maltese, you know, because the shorties all went over last weekend. So. Yeah, we've been fat last weekend. Nature right. strip and all that, yeah. Sure. But yeah, Maltese. It's all Maltese,
2: mate. And they were all like good lays, as in, you know, these ones look really well set up, right position, sort of rinse, repeat. They're a bit nightmarish. Yeah. Last week, yeah, you've got eight year olds resuming, all sorts of weird and wonderfuls. That, none, none of them look bulletproof, so. If you didn't have a monster week last week, um, you rubber stamp, not a bookie anymore. For mine, oh wow, I'm not saying not having to go, Christian. Then that, but I mean, everyone. If you didn't have a good week last week, you're not, you're not pushing you're not favorites. Your you're not aggressively attacking favorites, favorite, uh, vulnerable favorites. No,
0: and even if, if, even if you do, even if you do, I had a drink with Jules on um, Thursday night, The Apprentice. even that's their their mantra. Him and JJ doing the form and hanging things out that they're potting, and they said they'll just hang there, won't get a bean. And if they do get a bean, you know what it is. It's blokes you don't want to be getting a bean off. Mm. Like, you know, it's, it's, you know, you can hang them out there, top odds. It's um, Nothing's changed.
2: I don't know if you're aware, DK, that uh, PD's chasing Jules for the best hand in racing. He's uh, he's moved to uh, Coffs Harbour across the road from the beach there and he's he's chasing Jules. He's looking, he's getting browner by
1: the week.
0: Oh, for the best, is he? <laughs> yeah.
1: Best he's ten. looking browner by the week.
0: He's a, he's a Marvel Jules.
1: Oh, so, <laughs> so is PD. Best shirt, best hand. <laughs> <ten. laughs> Race nine is a Liverpool City Cup over thirteen hundred meters. And think about it: uh, is this the new private eye? Three dollars thirty. Yeah, Quantico five dollars. Gravina five bucks. Profondo eight fifty. Sabark nine. Roy ten dollars. Rocketing by thirteen. Bandersnatch fifteen. Ranch hands twenty six dollars. That's a field. We're gonna have a look at their trial of Profondo uh, Super Multi Magic Man. Will his head will blow well, off when he watches the show? This we're week. going
2: share here, mate. We're going. If you could turn back time, we're going. We're, we're turning back time. We're praying for the oh. old Profondo. Hmm. Uh, he, he in the white yeah, like, and the fence. Good to see a couple of trucking. gear changes, things that I like. So Ian Muff's pre race off, showing he's more settled. I know he's still got his balls, which is an issue. I wish he didn't have his balls, and I'd be very excited. Uh, he had another crazy noseband, and over nose noseband, he's coming off. So. Um, Bubble cheek offside off first time. They've, they've sort of stripped him back, which is, i like to see that. I'd like to see they've sort of left him alone in the trial here. And who's he chasing, Nico? I've got no, um, it's a good horse in front. I can't remember. Sabark? No, Sabak's outside, so he's Arturis. in the, he's, he's, who's in front?
1: Artorias.
2: Oh, Artorius is outside the leader and Sabark who's in this race is um, a little bit one pace. So he's a bit of the key. I think watching this, you'll see why I think Profondo will get over Sabark in this race. Artorius would start what pricing this race something insanely short. Jeez, that's a good trial. Yeah.
0: For who's been in the wilderness. That's it.
2: That's it. So And and are you shown the other one as well or are you not showing the other? No, nah, I'm not showing the other so one. So what was the first up run last time? We nearly beat Animo. Got beat 1.75 by Anima. I reckon they, r- they wrote it wrong.
1: They wrote it wrong. Yeah, they wrote it
2: wrong, yeah. They wrote it off speed there and he, he resented it and still only beat, no, like a slow run race. So obviously that's going to bunch the margins up. But to be beat two lengths there, run third, this time he's resuming in against a lesser quality of horse. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Absolutely nothing. No, yeah, think nothing.
2: About and Gravina's brilliant. sort of five to two. I thought its run the other day was only fair. Subarx, you know, in the market. Quantico, they all come out of that race, which was the Mr. Mozart race, which if you say Mr. Mozart probably should have won by three, what does that say about the race? Think about it's coming out of a what? Like, and I love this horse, but he's coming hey, out hey. of a what? He beat Pizarro. Like, Canizzo went dead through, dead through the bloody the, the sausage dog could beat Pizarro. Um, <laughs> and he's here, so he, he can run well, but 53... He's, going, he's dropping a kilo and going up 37 grades. Um, like, the, if you could, the sharer of the the uh, turn back time of Profondo would have started $1.50 in this race, and $8.50, just, it's got to be wrong. It's got to be dry yeah, Chad, a dry track. Yeah, and a dry track. Chad on. Chad, I don't mind Chad just because there's not a decision to make. He'll just flop wherever he wants to flop here. There's not great speed, but he shouldn't be too far off him um, in the first four, uh, and as long as he doesn't do his nut act and whatever I, I just how, how I can't start eight dollars fifty like what
1: <laughs> it's crazy I, I think super multi-man magic man will have profondo and he's multi to win no. a new house he loves it yeah. he loves that horse and yeah. he's got um thunderstruck running around the same same weekend oh i just can't wait to the end of the day that
2: we're chasing profondo and then if we if we miss it profondo i think we've got the oakley plate on the uh the hillside downside second winning post uh 20 horse race to, to really get out on it should be a should be a cracking day set How good are the like it is? It's bigger cr- wins I am. They're uh,
1: They're great races. Yeah, Sydney's, Sydney's
2: like stepping stones average races, but Melbourne is good races. Melbourne's racing. a
1: grass. This is a great day. Can't wait for it. Racingwatch.com.au if you want more of Johnny's madness, the good, the bad, the ugly, the mood swings, it's all there in the Discord chat. Or if you want no head noise, it's telegram, so you just get little uh, zippy messages. So
2: if you wanna if you want head noise, just back a horse in Brisbane called C Cripple. Oh, I was on See Ripple. I've never seen window. a horse. Its last three starts have just been one, two, three. I've never seen a. It is party for one. If you own both of those horses, and you haven't been to Bunnings and bought a chair and a short bit of rope, oh, you are a, a very <laughs> tough human.
1: Is Kyle Wilson Taylor a? Is he, is he a very casual rider? What was that? He's
2: well, like especially after its last two starts, the owners would be going, mate. Whatever you do, you just bash. Do you get everything. Just go left.
1: Tries to oh, ride no, pretty, Kyle. No. Cool from what I've seen, I don't. I don't watch enough of his stuff. But I will tell you what, I'm, I'm the old non claiming apprentice. Yuck! I'm starting to get sick of him. Sick of his the way he goes about it. Jay Huxtable would
2: have been in the crowd pissing himself after he got taken off it after the last two starts. But it, so. anyway, it's it's a, it's a it's a horse I love.
1: Just torture you seven days a week. The punt. That's why we love it. We're all crazy. Mm. Donnie's best. Let's go, Donnie. The bopper last week was an absolute beauty.
4: G'day, gents. Donnie's back again with this weekend's best bet. Pretty good last weekend, we got the best bet home. Let's see if we can do it again this week. We're back at Doonman. Should be a nice fair track in the soft range. So I think we can find a couple of winners. First best bet comes up in race three, number 11, IPO. We ran a really good race at Warwick Farm last start. That race has had a couple of winners come out of it. Just as it was trying to peel off heels and hit the line, it got slightly held up. Today at Doomman, it's going to get in the perfect spot, one out, one back. Larry Cassidy's on board, which is a little scary this horse clearly looks the best horse in the race around four dollars looks a nice price so i'm happy to bet up on race three number 11 ipo next bet comes up in race five santiaro it was first up for the day and hoisted yard last start we we'll sneaked right back to last. We're in the best last eight, six, and two of the day. It's flying. Um, Allman takes over. It's going to map a bit closer here today and step up to 1,600 metres is ideal. It's pretty keen to back that. I think it's around about the $3.50 mark. So the two best bets on the weekend at Doomben are Race 3, number 11, IPO, and Race 5, number 9, Centaro. Good luck, boys. Well, I love that he says Donnie's
1: back and talks to himself in third person. I love that about the Don. But uh, those horses, Who are what men- we
4: talking
2: about that does that? He and uh, Callow. King Callow. They they'd be a good pet partnership. Yeah, they both love the Gold he Coast. He should manage him. Imagine that interview and he'd be talking to him about him, Nolan the third person, and him in the third. That'd be good. King, King, King be Callow
3: awesome. needs a podcast, I reckon. Every other sports star's starting to get him.
2: And he, he might well get one. Mate, he Go would on, get we'll arrested after a ca- You need up. him
0: not to be licensed. You need him not to be licensed. Yeah. <laughs>
2: you got, the day <laughs> he retires, sign him up for a podcast. That's right.
1: Too good. Uh, Donnie's horses are both off the map, so... Uh, do what you like with those ones, but uh, the both- tough
2: horse IPO used to be in a different camp. It's um, yeah, it's an interesting one. Doesn't look a strong race from what I can see.
1: Hmm. And then Santero looks uh, looks well suited as well. Don't know that one, but that uh,
2: camp is flying.
1: Okay, Top Sport. Uh, st- team last week, by D. Oliver, $15. They're the odds I'm talking about. Uh, that's when you want to tune in to D. Oliver. Sandown race nine, number 11 is the first bet this weekend. Chain of lightning, four hundred eight fifty Total forgive last start. as one out to 1400 My knock last week, Nico, was uh, maybe she was just a wet tracker, but it proved that uh, she was pretty good on a dry track. Yeah, she's in the race for sure.
2: Gate two last start was a slight handicap and probably cost of the race. Gate two here could be diabolical.
1: Toonburn Race 6, Lord of Markle. I forgot the number there. $500 at, uh twelve Haven't got to that race yet. Donnie so, says. So that that Donnie, much form.
2: Not sure if Donnie two, likes two it. Two bigger odds
4: for Donnie.
1: Yes, Self-confessed. He <laughs> That's what he, he loves. He likes to find a favourite. Uh, Randwick uh, Race 8, number 2, Moanga, at nineteen dollars That looks, looks over Price the odds. Price is big. Yeah, for a big price. price
2: I've, big. I've got the price early there. Price big, no knock, but needs things to go its way.
1: She's got a Ferrari, Annabelle, now. She's got a
2: Ferrari. i tell you what Sensor. I don't want is any of the pressure that she would possibly have from buying 9 million horses. That pressure would – I can't sleep at night owning a house and having to pay it off. I couldn't imagine owning 46 bazillion horses and having to sell them and pay them off.
1: She's fine, isn't she?
2: She's got a big set of nuggets. I'll give her that. That's all. She's opening training centres. She's buying like a wounded bull. Good luck to her. And She's got a very, very nice two-year-old.
1: I think that's the end of the show. DK, good luck on your bender. You'll need it. Well, every bit mm-hmm. of bloody
0: late 40s. Good luck with that one, mate. Thanks, good. Yeah, look at it. Yeah, late 40s. That's right. I don't come around very often. You've I got
3: don't. a good lead in. Kil- Kilmore tomorrow, That's that doesn't scream DK. No, Severus. it no, no, Yeah, Valley not, doesn't scream DK. No. I,
0: no I could, I've been betting at Kilmore for 30 years. I could count the number of times I've won there on one hand, I reckon. So, <laughs> um, yeah, sort of in the bin.
3: You might have to get up and about for
0: Terang on Sunday. Oh, Terang. Yeah, I love the Flemington in the bush. Lindsay Wild on my camp, Dabanig. Lindsay's flying far out. Oh yeah. Anyway, no. Looking forward to it. Big weekend. Looking forward to sand down. Really, it's um, it is exciting carnival down here.
3: Mm.
0: You'll be out there, Nico. I'll be there. All right. Good luck with
1: your good dolphin bets this weekend, Nico. And if you want his mounting yard, make sure you check that out. Big thanks to everyone. Cracking show. And uh, yeah, I think it's going to be great racing. So hopefully uh, the track plays pretty fair. We'll see you next week.